So if you're trying to pick and choose which uh, Saturday you should celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Probably the one that it falls on. Go the one that that uh, contains St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Brunch! Hit it, boys! Very scary thing just happened. I was getting the coffee, got the coffee, the uh, our little special whatever it is, the vanilla Starbucks, bean cold the brew, vanilla, brew. Uh, the, the vanilla cream cold brew. You made it sound like more of a... Uh, it's vanilla bean, isn't it? Oh, no. That would, really? No, this is vanilla cream. Ooh. That's what, okay. yeah. Um, but I ordered it, and I was the only person in there other than two... Baristas, baristas and one of them asked the other one after i ordered hey so how many pumps do we put in the uh vanilla the the sweet oh the sweet cream cold brew is what okay. it's called how many pumps do we put in the sweet cream cold brew and i was like don't fucking say it because they're gonna say it's like a, like 51 <laughs> pumps of sugar and it's like like the fucking thing i think we talked about this on fast food menus where it's like do you want a number six it's 11,000 calories. You're like, don't fucking tell me how many calories well, it they, is. Well, they eating. start putting that on, like, the boards. Right, that's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, don't fucking put that, like, <laughs> right. ignorance like, is bliss, yeah. like, I'm coming here because I don't care about my body. Don't, right. don't make me care about my body. Right. So he said that, and uh, then I was so impressed with Starbucks. He's, he was like, it's one fewer than go in the whatever one, right? And the other barista said... Yes, <laughs> Jace, <laughs> and I was I I honestly so wanted were to talking thank them in both. Like, like code. Yes, right. Because they didn't want you to know if they had said no. No, it's also sixty-one, just like that other one. Then I would have been pissed. But uh, yeah, we're sipping on that coffee. We're also uh, munching on a little biscotti. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah. No, we're not. That's a, you know what that is? What? It's an old podcasting lie. trick. You lie about eating a fun little snack, and then you don't actually eat it. Saves the calories. It's Ooh. like the uh, it's like the uh, what's it called? The spit, uh, which uh, chew and spit thing that they do. Actors and actresses. Oh yeah, they like spit into a bucket or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's like so. When we're eating and drinking <laughs> stuff on this podcast, we're not actually taking it in. Have we ever actually just eaten anything up. on this podcast? No, because uh, I wouldn't do it. That's not true. Because you got me a you felt bad and got me cookies one time. They were oh, those yeah. Girl Scout cookies or whatever they were. The oh, peppermint those cookies, cookies were dope. They were, they were fucking Oreos with like peppermint. Uh, like candy canes on top of them, and they were fucking awesome. That sucked because I was uh, I was late like crazy, right? Oh, yeah. And I re-gifted you some cookies yes. that someone had just given me. <laughs> that made and me even matter because you were like, you're like, oh, I feel really bad. I'm gonna I got get a you a gift. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a gift, and you literally just fucking re-gifted me a box of cookies that you like had I was in your car. Me, I'm like, don't worry, I got I got a gift for you. Yo, let me grab these cookies. Yeah, <laughs> I got you some cookies. <laughs> You wonder why I get fucking mad. I know. That's, but that's that's one of those things where, like, in the moment, like, I know I'm fucking up. And, but what am I supposed to do? Not give you cookies? Should I just, should I have kept those cookies to myself? No, I, I was. Up, we ended up eating a lot of those cookies together. They were really good. Yeah, they were awesome. Those cookies, you, you like, you toasted those cookies they right were, after. They were gone yeah. in, like, two days. Mm. Maybe less. Those are them good cookies. But, yeah, sipping on that coffee, not eating biscotti, uh... Little, it's money and people are pissed action. Money and people are confused. We're recording this on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Fella stuff. Yep. And I've seen not one, but a few people that I know on my Instagram, on the social med, uh, out doing St. Patrick's Day shit on this Saturday night, which is Saturday the 10th. <laughs> that is a full week before St. Patrick's the Day. The next Saturday? Is St. Patrick's Day. Day. So if you're trying to pick and choose which weekend or which uh, Saturday on which you should celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Probably the one that it falls on. Go the one that that, uh, contains St. Patrick's (laughs) Day. You're being a little hypocritical right now because you're wearing a a green hat. I'm wearing a Kelly green hat. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. That's the shade of this color when when OGR designed it. Um, Yeah. Like get you off from, not like sexually get you off, but like get you off the hook. From wearing green. Is this like, hat says Jason Tatum is only 19. If you think it doesn't get me <laughs> off, then sir, you need to get to know me a little better. Uh, Has anybody like in the wild made a comment about that hat? 
Um, like that doesn't know you. No, because I haven't worn it out. I wear it here, and I sometimes I wear it around my apartment because I'm really only wearing it to kind of break it in and weather it a little bit. Yeah. But I haven't had like if I if I go if I wear this St. Patrick's Day next weekend, which we'll talk Should. about that in a second, and it gets all gunked up and fucked up and puked on and everything, then that shit will be ripe. That'll be <laughs> that'll be right where you want this hat because you want it to look weathered and yeah. old like it look because this looks like a nineties hat. It's nothing worse than breaking in a fucking hat. I know it's it's so miserable. I wore it in the shower. I tried that. It it looks a little. Uh, it looks like a little comfortable. Like it's it's right. fitting in. Yeah, right. It's it's not as boxy, but uh, I don't know. It's tough though because these hats are kind of supposed to be boxy. they're stiff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I'm going to the Celtics game this week though. Classic. And yeah, I can't decide whether or not to wear all my Jason Tatum green <laughs> stuff then or save it for St. Patrick's Day. You should wear uh, every Jason Tatum jersey that you have and uh, and that hat all at once. You know what? I don't think I have to wear anything nice this week, work-wise or anything. So what if I just wear a Jason Tatum jersey every day, and I'm like, I, I'm celebrating uh, my Irish heritage, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'm so fucking. Have I mentioned this in this realization? I this very vain realization I've had about myself. Um, all of my features basically are Middle Eastern, except for my skin, and that's the weirdest fucking thing in the world. You mean like the like the pigmentation of your skin? Like the yeah, like like my skin looks Irish as fuck. It's just um, like really white. It's not really white. I mean, you're yeah. sitting across from me, hmm. and I'm really white. So I honestly, so maybe it's just like I don't know what I look like or whatever. I would assume that I'm as white as you. No, no, definitely not. You're way whiter. Yeah, uh, that, that's a huge sigh of relief for me. <laughs> I'm not trying to be as white as you, but yeah, I. Uh, I've been getting a lot of fucking uh, Christopher Maltasanti comparisons of like. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's fair. But yeah. like, you're, you're one person about... disagreed and said no. He looks more like Spider. Who's Spider from Goodfellas? Oh, and mm. he is played by the same person who plays. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. just a young Christopher. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, like, I see it, but I, not to like fucking hot i'm better yeah than that yeah shit. right yeah, that's not the, to pump your tires right but like, yeah no one's you're ever definitely s- better no, looking than no, him no one's ever called christopher maltasanti yeah, hot i've yeah. called myself hot okay so i've got at least one um yeah so on the saint patrick's day thing uh actually let's say this first what holidays are worth uh or are you allowed to stretch out or celebrate multiple weekends because really there's definitely not saint patrick's day. not saint patrick's day because you're running a huge risk you could fucking die if you celebrate that shit twice in a row um halloween uh yeah halloween yeah yeah, halloween christmas um, gets three weekends christmas gets a month yeah uh if you do christmas stuff at like december 1st right a-okay by me it's just you can't really do it um the week after obviously because then it's new year's but there's still a lot of that like christmas hugging that goes on leading up to new year's you know if you haven't seen the person right uh since before because especially because like the week between christmas and new year's is such like a fucking off week. That yeah. It, it, like anything goes. Yeah, you week. are still celebrating Christmas <laughs> yeah. then. Because like you're doing a lot of PJs. That is a real wild card week. Yeah. That's a cool week, man. It's it's like if you're gonna take one week off yeah. um like off your, your work schedule or whatever, yeah. make it that week because it's like you you deal with the Christmas hangover and you get to do whatever you want and then you're also leading up to another holiday, which is great. Yeah. Fuck man. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, though, no, you can't do. Halloween, I've definitely done Halloween on multiple weekends before. Thanksgiving, I feel like people people do the fucking thing, and this is a stupid pet peeve of mine. They do, they'll do they do shit that they Friendsgiving. call Friendsgiving. We've had this like, rant in the weeks before, before, I think. And it's a right rant. It's thanks isn't a fucking prefix, <laughs> or friends isn't a prefix, you fucking idiots. I, unless unless you're like you're kidnapping people right. and giving them your human trafficking friends yes. to people Which, it is not friends giving some would argue i'm actually in that group uh problematic yeah human trafficking yeah not on board with that yeah i i've uh i used to think it was okay but i've since come around you have come it. around I've, i'm i'm woke both, on human trafficking both, both anti human trafficking um official anti-human trafficking podcast here yes the fourth of july i'm down with celebrating that multiple weekends mm. although i'm pretty sure you, you i mean if you're if you're gonna celebrate uh i mean two you're Saint celebrating Patrick's things day, not on the day you should yeah. be I, just because fourth of july just because the date is in the name it doesn't mean that 
Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say with the Friendsgiving Thanksgiving thing, I'm not and have never been an English or grammar snob. But people have. have, No, no, no. People have gotten so fucking stupid that it's not like, oh, well, actually, uh, you uh, hyphenated a compound modifier ending in L-Y. It's like, hey, writer, that's not the right who's, you know? Yeah. Like, people have gotten really fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, they, like, there's a lot. it's not being an English grammar it's not even. It's being a, holy shit, how do you have a college degree? And I'm for sure not, like, the smartest person when it comes to that. But, like, if I notice it, you're probably fucking up. And whenever I notice it, it's not like it's buried in, like, a 700-word article or whatever. A lot of the times it's in the fucking headline. And I'm like, who the fuck, whose job is it to edit this? Yeah, there's just... A lot of I'll read something on a website, and I'm like, "Who's in charge? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is responsible for this?" I know Listen, that the writer out, wrote come this. Come out and name names here, okay? It's the ringer. It's, it's often the ringer. <laughs> it's the ringer. Yeah, but no, the ringer, I don't, I don't often notice um, major no, no, English think, or grammatical the, errors. Yeah, it's just the more like, smart. "Who the fuck approved this?" <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of St. Patrick's Day, I don't think I've talked about this before. I don't do St. Patrick's Day ever. Really? Yeah. And b- because of circumstances, I'm doing it next weekend. And it's kind oh, of a on the b- day. buckle up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm doing. I'm <laughs> Good for you. I'm doing tra- uh, St. Patrick's proper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like don't avoid St. Patrick's Day or anything, but, uh, you know, it's it's really not that important to me. Yeah. I, um, I've typically avoided it as yeah. in have driven one to year. Other states. I'll tell you what I will never do again is one year I met my friends out uh, at St. Patrick's Day at like 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Bad idea because they'd been out since one it's uh, you can't catch up to that. Yeah, you yeah. can't. I'm uh, at some point there. At, at at some point there's like a hey you you fallen so far behind that don't even bother. Right. This is going to be a uh, I'm going to start with these people and I don't need to fucking end with them. <laughs> I will happily end at four thirty and say well it's getting to be that time. There's I'm, I gotta go home and a cry myself to sleep. Just <laughs> something that's happened a lot. It hasn't happened in a while, but that has hap- had happened to me a lot the last couple of years with day drinking what? where it would be we'd just be day drinking going hard all day and then at four i'm like yeah i'm going home and ordering a pizza by myself and then that's, going to sleep at i six. mean that's that's really smart yeah because i always try to power through it and like at five o'clock or six mm. i'll be fucking wasted and yeah. making an asshole of myself and then like everybody else is preparing to go out for the night yeah and then three hours later it's like 9 p.m and i'm asleep at the bar I just and I'd rather be the guy who goes home and goes to bed at five than the guy who falls asleep at the bar at nine o'clock in at night. Oh God, I don't th- have you. I've not fallen asleep. Oh, I have. Yeah. yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I've gotten, I, I've gotten blackout more than I'd like to uh, have in my life, but I've never passed out. I, I'm not a big puker either. None of. The, I think I've only puked like once or twice from alcohol. I uh, I wouldn't call it passing out. I mean, it's passing out if you fall asleep at the bar, I guess. But right. like. I, I call passing out like you don't wake wake back up, not like dead, but <laughs> right, right, right. But like you're done for the night when yeah. you pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, like I I like just doze off at the bar, hmm. and everybody laughs at me, and then I like wake up and I'm like, "What are you guys laughing at? What joke did I miss?" And Do you like, remember the you... first time seeing somebody passed out from alcohol? No, I do. Oh, yeah. I was uh, I was a non college student visiting a friend at college. And it was like this, this obviously very eye-opening thing, and everyone's the, just, just the, the amount of alcohol they had access to that that they had paid <laughs> yeah. for themselves yeah. was quite impressive. And Didn't have to pull off a fucking heist to get right. like a handle of Rubinoff. Yeah, and then suddenly, I always forget how fucking difficult it was to get booze. Oh yeah, I uh, I had a friend visiting me my freshman year who was twenty one. And they were like, hey, you want me to grab you a couple things? And I was like, yeah, sure. The and savior. then suddenly it became, oh, DJ's, DJ's got someone DJ's who's going to hook up. DJ, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and Everybody in your fucking floor is coming to well, your room. Well, what sucked was a guy on my floor was turning 21 in like a week. And he was like, yo, you get me some shit this week. You are good for the rest of your <laughs> yeah. college career. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So I hit up the person was like, hey, bring this. And then it was, oh, 
uh, DJ's getting stuff for. Oh, I wish I could. I don't want to out this person. I wish I could say what their nickname was. It was a crazy nickname. Uh, and then once it was known that 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 so now suddenly DJ's getting shit for people, and I just felt so fucking bad. And oh, it was the worst. If you're gonna be a fuck up after high school, be a fuck up for three years. Because if you go to college, yeah. eventually, and you're the 21 year old person on your floor, yeah, uh, hooking up all the freshmen, you're like the coolest kid in school for at least like one or two years. Yeah, well, that's possibly true because, or at uh, least for the first semester, until people make friends with the, the upperclassmen. Because um, what is it? Uh, oh, you're saying like as a freshman, be the 21 year old? Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because I was gonna say uh, there was. What's in Silicon Valley, Ehrlich, when he was in college, remember? They, uh, he said he's friends with the kid from the energy drink because they went to college together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they were like, oh, we hated that kid. He was just yeah. older and he bought us booze and we put up with him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're like the 21 year old, you're going to have a great at least first semester. Yeah. You're going to, well, people are going to be talking to you. For right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you'll be of use to people. Um, so speaking of this is gonna be a fun little transition. Speaking of day drinking and going home early, one time last year, I went home early, was very drunk at like four, fell asleep at six or something, and woke up at eleven, and then was up all night and couldn't sleep. And it sucked because I, I think I talked about it on this podcast. I was hungover all night, and it sucked. And I just rewatched Love season two, and that was how I spent the night. Love season three has finally come out, and by finally, we didn't even know it was coming out until like a week ago. Yeah, it was like yeah. a, it was a very long four days that yes. we had to wait until f- once we, <laughs> yeah, dude, Friday night or uh, Thursday night, I was pissed because we knew we always that it, do that. Yeah. We always do that. We always on the Thursday, or at least I've figured it out. Apparently, yeah. you haven't. No, we discussed how we knew it was not going to come out yeah. until three a.m. Yeah, and still at twelve eleven. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Where is it? It is. It is kind of like insane that Netflix can't can't He's hook up so the East Coasters to yeah to treating the West Coasters. Yeah. Fuck that. Um. But yeah, season three of Love. Uh, I did the old TV binge watch that I haven't done in forever, and I just watched a full season of TV in one sitting. I think the last time I did it was the last season of Love. I did it over two sittings, but it is an incredibly bingeable TV show. Oh yeah, I didn't even realize until after I was um, because I fell asleep during one part, and I just wanted to rewatch it. So I was going through the episodes, and I didn't realize that there were three episodes dedicated to Gus going home. I thought it was just. One episode. Really? There's like the, there's the full episode of he's getting ready to go. There's the episode of they get there, and there's the episode of the anniversary party. Yeah, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I like. I probably if you ask me how many episodes were dedicated, to that I probably would have said two, not three. Hmm. But I guess. Well, there's two where they're there. There. So yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, big takeaways from this season. I thought it was. I mean, it's it's early, but I thought it was the best season. Um. You might prefer two. I wouldn't say it's early, but yeah. I would say that it is the best season. Oh, you're saying I've 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 marinated in it a bit. Yeah, and I would say that Hours. it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I've I watched it all on Friday. Oh, right. So it's been days. It's been days. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think uh, I think that it's the best season because I think that this is why it was the best season. They spent the first two seasons uh, telling you, look, you don't like you don't need to like Gus or Mickey. It's not about that. It's a, It's got a cool ensemble, and the storylines are funny, and yeah, these two characters are insufferable, but whatever. And then by season three, I think it's not that you're used to them, but you realize you they actually around. don't suck. Yeah. They're really interesting, and also they've this show has hit at a time where when there's a fucked up character, you're not necessarily rooting against them. You're yeah. more rooting for them. Like, they have a very fucked up relationship, obviously, but... It, the kind of message I take from this show is fucked up people can have fucked up relationships and that doesn't mean that just because their relationships aren't perfect that they're not necessarily the right relationships, you know? Yeah, and it's also like just because these characters are fucked up doesn't mean, mean they're bad people. Right. And uh, so like uh, I for sure huge time came around on Mickey. And I think that was I think they well, kind of leaded I mean, that this season. Well, th- I would say my, one of my biggest takeaways of this season is that Mickey is the most stable character in the TV <laughs> yeah, show, yeah. which is a wild turnaround. Right. Well, I mean once I guess it's not that wild right. because they kind of like 
they kind of bring Gus's problems to the forefront in this season. And Mickey is the most proactive about fixing her issues. That's right? true. Yeah. So, I mean, and a lot of like she's fucked up for right. sure, but she is the most upfront about being like I'm fucked up. Right. And that's why there's a great um the, the episode where they fight about having kids is awesome because she basically says to him like you see me as well she's the one project right yeah like she's the one that has problems so blah blah like everybody fucking has problems i'm the only one who fucking does anything about it and yeah gus i i thought that the anger stuff with gus though was kind of from out of left field yeah he was never never an angry person yeah and but there was there's also the thing of mickey is everything's going right for mickey and everything's kind of staying the same for Gus. So where one's happier, you could see why the other one might be like different, but I don't see why they would be, why they would suddenly have like, like rage issues. Yeah. That was like the first time that I'd ever seen. And Gus like said that he's dealt with rage issues forever. And it's like, well, that's the only time that we've seen it really. And when he lists off uh, all of his, issues he says stuff that he's done in the past two seasons and i'm like hey don't fucking lump that in with the shit you've done this season the shit you've done this season is fucking road rage destroy your car fucking light up your friends last season you just fucking had an argument at work also my favorite thing about this show is how much gus's uh co-workers hate him i laughed out loud when susan cheryl offered him a job Really? I thought that was so fucking funny. I, thought the- I know it wasn't necessarily meant to be, but I'm like, oh my god, you know that this guy is the fucking worst person <laughs> to have around. He fucks it's- everything up. I-, I thought the best part of like the work relationship thing was when um, they were having, a- when he, him and uh, Randy were having a conversation like a good 50 feet away from uh, two of the workers, <laughs> yeah. and-, and they were like, hey, we can hear everything you're yeah. saying. Uh, and he was like, oh, I'll keep it down. And they were like, no, don't keep it down. Just fucking leave. Right. Yeah. Like, I was like, no, yeah. Just like stay, stay the same volume. Just like, can you just leave? <laughs> so good. I uh, I love that guy, the guy with the facial hair. And then the always deadpan, fucking frustrated with life girl, the other writer. Yeah. They're so good. And uh, Jordan Rock took a big step forward this season. So did Chris Wataski. Yes. Our guy he, Chris Wataski had like full episodes in this one. It was great. I was... I had a fucking yas attack on the in the uh, Birdie's birthday episode. I uh, I DM'd Chris like yeah. at like two a.m. on Saturday, uh, and and uh, he responded. So what'd you say? I said, "Hey, great Goals. job, yeah. great job in uh, in season three. Uh, keep up the good work." And he was like, "Pete, yeah, love you, brother." Really? No, but he said, uh, "Thanks, brother." Oh, I could. But say- that meant that meant I love you. Well, remember he said to us now. I can tell you guys are are pros. <laughs> we're like, you're like this that's conversation's the thing. over. Yeah, the, that's yeah. the meanest thing anybody's we ever said. We fucking to me. invite you on our podcast, call you a cutie pie, and <laughs> this is the thanks we get. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> he was awesome though, and I don't know. I was just I was just really fucking happy. Maybe it was because I was pounding coffee while I was watching this season, but I was just. I love the character of Chris. We both did the fuck the the first two seasons. That was always our big takeaway. Chris is awesome. Can't wait till he's in it more. Jordan and Birdie, we always loved. Uh, Birdie has gone. Birdie went from great supporting character to fucking sex symbol. For sure, on board with that. Uh, really, this season, all of the good characters got even better. better. Yeah, and the two main characters became really likable. Or at the very least, very very interesting because Gus is never going to be likable. He's such. I a thought the uh, I thought the the podcast girl w- got better this season too. I was nervous about that because I didn't want her to completely replace um, Brett Gelman's character, and they didn't. They no, just they added didn't, her to. That but I didn't really line. get the Brett Gelman uh, angle of this season because, like, they. They spent they like a good a while storylines. So <laughs> but they spent a good while humanizing Brett Gelman's character, and then like immediately threw that in the trash. Yeah. with one episode. I uh, loved the book signing episode where the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, was like that I have a question. He's also he in. Like, um, he's also in. Uh, we've talked about him being good in something. What was yeah, it, it was. Um, what's her name? Show on uh, T. Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and yeah, they're he's hilarious signing. in that show too. Yeah, yeah, he's great in that episode. It's uh, I think it's really the only full on kind of comedic or at least tongue in cheek role I've seen him in. But he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have a question. And Brett Gelman's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't talk about the book. He's like, man, none of us want to talk <laughs> about the book. He's like, the question is, who hurt you or something? <laughs> or he's like, why won't you love yourself? Uh, I have a question for you. Is it about the read you're about to do? Yes. Uh, you want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable, right? But that we perfect balance that. is hard to find. Don't sacrifice style or comfort. Check out MeUndies.com and find the best pair of underwear in the world. MeUndies will be the most comfortable pair of underwear you will own. Made from sustainably sourced natural soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton. For the fellas, MeUndies diamond-seamed pouch cradles your jewels and gives you uh, the support that you need without feeling too tight. Right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. So to get 20% off your first pair of MeUndies and free shipping... Uh, go to MeUndies.com slash brunch. MeUndies is so sure that you will find uh, their new underwear underwear 100% satisfactory. Uh, oh, my underwear hurts. <laughs> they guarantee you will love your first pair or your money back. This is a no-brainer. 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Why not? So to get your 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction, go to MeUndies.com slash brunch. That's MeUndies.com slash brunch. This is a limited time offer, so what are you waiting for? Start wearing the best underwear of your life. It changed my life. It's time to let MeUndies change yours. Go to MeUndies.com slash brunch. MeUndies, put them on. (laughs) MeUndies, go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Brett Gelman. Uh, he was invited on this episode, actually. Yeah, and that guy. And his publicist was super cool. Firm, firm no? Said, uh, I'll check, exclamation point, and then followed up right after. It was like, oh, this no. is a pass. <laughs> that sucks. Publicists That's... have to come up with a better thing than this is a pass. That's the one they always – this is a pass is the publicist's version of hope all is well. Yeah. It's just a thing that you say in everything. Yeah. Think of some, some nicer phrasing. Uh. I think it's way worse to somebody for somebody to be like, let me check. Don't right. send a let me check email. Right. Act like Because if you say like this is a pass, that's like, hey, it could you be, might be busy. Right, exactly. This is a pass he, means he I can't really squeeze it in. They yeah, no. can't really squeeze it in. Yeah. Or if it's just like if you don't say let me check, that that doesn't mean that we were rejected by Brett Gelman. That yeah. means that we were reject, rejected by uh Brett Gelman's publicist. Yeah. I'm way more okay with that. And at least lie to us. Say he's shooting something, <laughs> yeah. say he's doing something. Give us an excuse. Uh you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna email the publicist back and say, Hey, uh, just finished the season. I can understand why he might be a little wary of going on podcasts. Ooh, right? mm, that's a he good joke. He is a crazy person a on a podcast. Job. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite characters in this season uh, was Gus's dad. Yes, he, Gus's yes, dad Ed is Bagley unbelievable. Jr. Just, I was gonna ask you who was the best uh, guest star or whatever, or the hundred like, percent yeah, Gus's dad. Ed Bagley Jr. is. He just murders at times a million. Probably sure both wrote down the funniest part of this sh- season. Uh, so skinny that he's going to fall through his asshole? No. <laughs> that was the best line of the season. No. The best line of the season was uh, when Gus realizes Mickey's going to leave him because he hasn't always been honest with her and because he's got a lot of problems that he hides from people. And he, oh, gives, and that- he has a super long monologue <laughs> about how he's done a lot of things that he's hidden from people. Uh, how he threw a woman's laptop at work, how he had that road rage incident, how he did this, how he did that. It's his big thing. He spills his guts out in front of his whole family, including his brother, who always plays the same character in everything. Yeah, fuck that just guy. plugged in the brother from fucking She's <laughs> Out of My you, League you, to you. play the exact same character he plays in that. Wait, and is that uh, is that the, that's not the same guy, but like uh, the guy from Only the Brave? The generic guy. white guy? Yeah, not that guy. Yeah, but he is like the dumpier, frumpier version right. of that guy. Yeah, Who yeah, just yeah. plays the same exact Well, person. that guy's also in She's Out of My League. He plays the, the her hot ex. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he spills his guts. He says this whole fucking spiel. And then Ed Bagley Jr. says, all righty then. 
good to know. <laughs> yes. That is such a fucking dad thing. Right. Like, like, let's move like, on. I don't care about any of this. Right. I'm just trying to get home and fucking watch TV. All right. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. And I've said this before. Noted in is the meanest thing that yeah. anyone can ever respond that is the to K, That is the K, K version of like an actual conversation. Hey, I've got this thing to say. Noted. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, mine, my equivalent to that is gotcha. Gotcha. Well, gotcha is so you had this thing with uh, Jeremy Roenick that uh, oh, the transcription. Man. Yeah, I I probably said gotcha a thousand times an interview. Right? Like yeah. gotcha is the it's the like, non-vocalized vocalized <laughs> yeah. pause. It's like I have nothing to say to this, but I'm acknowledging the fact that you just spoke and finished. Right. It's like okay, done. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. Please. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Speaking of cameos, how do you feel about Bobby Lee? Yes. Uh, right. That's exactly how I felt about his entire role in this show until yeah. the very final episode. Because the 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 <laughs> recurring gag of him just being like, oh, this is a prank. experiment, <laughs> yes. yeah. I was like, okay, that's all worth it. The final episode, man, that's a very unrealistic thing. Yeah. But that would be such a cool thing to do. They basically have a weekend. It's an impromptu weekend where all their friends, what, spoilers? Yeah, don't spoil it. It's, they it's, all it's, die. It's like it's, two days they after. They all die. This is coming out like two days after the show premieres. They're Not everybody has no life like R. us. R.I.P. all of them. Did I tell you that after the day after the Mad Men finale, I was a trivia and we made our team name R.I.P. Don Draper? Really? Yeah. He doesn't die. Oh, re- but, oh God. <laughs> but just in case anybody awesome. hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. And when the guy read it, there was a lot of like, mold, hey. like really? Yeah. I was like, That's why awesome. are you on a trivia? It's a Mad Men. Go watch. You can skip trivia this week to see Mad Men. Um, also, uh, up there for one of the funniest lines of the season, and it was so like. And it was so not okay, but it was that's why it was funny. Uh, Brett Gelman was like, when you, he's like, you'll be dead in a few years when <laughs> you relapse. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, that is so not okay. That was in case there was any shred of you that thought that <laughs> like, the, hey, he might the, be an o- a co- okay the, person. The, 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 rough waters between mickey and his character are some of them might be on mickey no he's a thousand times worse of a person than anybody else on that show he's so awful um what's the worst thing that mickey and gus did this entire season other like, than together spend a second with randy <laughs> yes uh, one of my notes was, I can smell Randy through the TV. Oh, he was the worst in this fucking they, I want to have that actor on and be like, yo, you let's suck. give you a hug. No, because that guy, basically, his agreement was, if you go on this show, you ought to take all the shit. Yeah. We are making you the worst character, not one redeeming quality. <laughs> Every time you speak, it's a, oh, no, when- dude. And especially, there's a big, he has a big speech at the end of the show, and you're like, Oh no, dude! No way! <laughs> and everybody, as he's and doing it, is like, no. But, but like a few points during the season, it seemed like for a couple seconds there was gonna be, hey, he's gonna have some redemption. He's gonna finally uh, turn the corner. Nope, life don't always nope. work that way, babe. <laughs> yeah, but even like, even when he, uh, there was like a point in the season where he finds out that he's really good at something, and it's something that could lead to a way brighter right. future for yeah. him. And he was like, ah, "Good one. I'm not gonna do that." Right. Uh, and really, he, I mean, I liked him until he got together with Birdie. Right, because like, he was just comic relief, but right. like, then he became comic, not really comic relief. He was just like a fucking uh, obstacle yeah. in, in the storyline all the time. All, yeah, they really went to that well a lot, where they're they like, wait, really what went could to- be going wrong? Because usually nothing was going wrong. Nothing major was going wrong with Mickey or Gus, which yeah. usually it is. This was more of a, they're happy and they're figuring out their relationship. How is How the fuck is Randy going to fuck it up? Right, <laughs> and Randy fucked with their relationship yes. a ton. Um, I said this before, Birdie was hot this season. Yeah, not hotter than uh, is it Gillian? Gillian, or, yeah, okay, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, way hotter than I remembered her. Re- no, no, she was. This was. This happens with every show. They make everybody more beautiful as the seasons as go, go on. on. Okay, yeah. Um, 
the most fucked up thing that uh, Gus and uh, Mickey did together was fucking in Birdie's bed. Why the fuck would you fucking Birdie's bed? Oh, I forgot that's about so that. That's so mean. Yeah, that's a mean thing. But that's, that's like just... so unnecessary. Yeah, but that's just so disrespectful. Uh, it's just uh, s- sending a little message that they that they don't even get to receive. I guess it's only it, you know. And all this. Oh, why the why the hell would you want a fucking Birdie's bed? Because that where Randy Randy is sleeps. Yeah, and fucks. Yeah. Uh, Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I liked when oh would this be a spoiler to talk about another sexual experience Birdie has? Yeah, yeah. But so she has sex with somebody and they're sleeping and she's like, "Hey, we fell asleep. We fell asleep. Okay, I'm gonna go. You're good at sex." Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, close second on fucked up things. Uh, when Gus is taking care of Mickey and all his friends are out partying and they are hanging out with a celebrity, yeah, and they, they just, just keep... send him a million pictures yeah. of them hanging out with a celebrity. This was Super a fucked. huge season for Gus's friends. They yeah. had uh, Ruby took a major step forward. One of the funniest lines of the ser- of maybe the whole series, but definitely the season, is uh, Gus says to Mickey. They're just paying each other compliments or whatever. It's like it, as the episode's winding down, they're walking away from something or whatever. And Gus says, you're the smartest person I know. And she's like, I know. Yeah, dude. No. Sh- yeah. She's <laughs> like, I know. Your friends are idiots. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ruby doesn't completely know how to speak. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a perfect description of that character because every time he talks, he's I, just so uncomfortable. I don't remember that guy at all. He, uh, the only thing I remember him from is when, uh, what's the Canadian girl that Gus fucks in season two? Uh, oh, the, the, the singer? Yeah. Or the uh, actress or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, whatever. She's, she was on like a Canadian Idol type thing, and she comes over and they're doing the theme song thing, and she's like, oh yeah, I sing a little bit. I was on like Canada's Got Singing or whatever. Canada's and, and Got then, Singing. And then Ruby's like... Yeah, I, I watched your season two. I watched your whole season. I, I, you totally should have won over blah blah blah. And I voted for you every week or something. <laughs> He's like, I, I was staying with my cousin in Toronto, and he had that channel, so we just watched the whole thing. You should have won over whatever. And she's like, Yeah, I, I should have, but politics and blah, blah blah. And then she goes on like one of those totally narcissistic types of uh, explanations. But yeah, that's the that was the only thing I remembered from him prior to the season. He and came on strong. And he's, the edible scene was great. What was the... He was like, I had some edibles. I'm not the person to weigh in on this. And then like for the rest of the episode, he was just like, uh, I I don't know. <laughs> oh, is that, was that when they're hanging out with yeah, uh, Michael Myers yeah, guy? Yeah. yeah. He, um, and he fucks up with the... Uh, What's the? What were those things called? Squibs. Squibs. Yeah, they uh, the the blood packets oh, that yeah, pop yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew that was gonna be fucked yeah, up. Yeah, of course. He was. Um, yeah, there was uh, also a big comeback for the the movie jingles, the oh, movie songs, dude. That I was episode dying. was great. The the Footloose song yes. made me laugh so hard. <laughs> this is a Footloose yeah. theme song. Yeah. <laughs> the only song from yeah. the movie. <laughs> That was fucking terrific. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Arya. Uh, Arya's always been a, the, the fucking rock of that show. She's the closest thing to a straight man that show has. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, she is, and I don't know if you were going to bring this up, but uh, Iris Apatow yeah. is going to for sure be an it girl she's in gonna be Well, she's going to be a fucking star. Yeah. She's, she's going to be, like, in, in five years, ten years or whatever... The the A list fucking movie stars are gonna be Millie Bobby Brown. Well, I was gonna say everybody looks at Millie Bobby Brown as like the the surefire it star, yeah. it child star of Hollywood. Iris Apatow, I think, is the sleeper right there. She's for sure got the chops. She's, she's obviously got the, got the connections. connections. Yes, yeah. But she's, I mean, I think that right now she's funnier than Leslie Mann's ever been, and that's a dumb thing to necessarily think, compare to her mom. But she's so fucking funny. She is show, hilarious. And it's all she she just kills deadpan. It's. I feel like it's really hard to be like a to to deliver deadpan that well as a child. Yeah, because a lot of the time it just feels really forced. But she right. has that, like, oh, like, isn't it funny that the kid's the one that knows yeah. what she's talking about, and she doesn't she necessarily has know what she's factor. talking about. But she's just so cynical, yeah. and fucking sick of everything. I laughed out loud when uh, when they were like. When they, she was like, yeah, the studio gave me this car to do the sequel. And he was like, you're not even old enough to drive. And she's like, they're not going to give me a fucking bike. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. And he's like, oh, well, he's like, well, you got to wait a couple years to drive it. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm going to have a two-year-old car when I get my license? <laughs> and then uh, and then the uh, then when he 
freaks out on uh, on the set, and she's like, "Oh, cool set vibe, Michael Bay." That's <laughs> <laughs> such a good dig. That is, I mean, that's a smart move on Judd Apatow's part to just tell the writers, "All right, my daughter gets all the fucking lines." Yeah. But I loved when he's trying to talk, or when Gus is trying to talk uh, Arya into doing his movie, and he's like, "I mean, I thought I figured that we're kind of." self-made you know we worked our way up not like these other guys not like all these spoiled people who were born on third and thought they and think they had a triple she's like well you're white and i think straight so you were at least born on second good point good yeah. point <laughs> you're white she had some fucking straight. heaters this season she yeah. really did she's yeah she's gonna be a fucking star she's, i could have done a, done without the whole like uh fucking meltdown uh, yeah that and the well, love interest i know that it was like I needed a plot that because there needed to be something that could that would say that this isn't actually an adult person yeah that this is a child true and, and it, that was and for it was sure needed... some child ass behavior where you so i i didn't experience this because i'm too old but I know the feeling somehow, like there was probably a my age equivalent to this, but she sees uh, a guy posts on his Instagram story himself dancing and she sees it and she's like, who's shooting that? Yeah. Who's holding the camera? Re- that makes me I was really like, oh, glad fuck, that I, I, I felt that in a different way about yes. something else. I don't know necessarily what about, but for sure I know that feeling. I already like overanalyze Instagram sometimes. So yeah. like to be a teenager and caring about everything oh, and God. all the minuscule shit that does not matter. Yeah. Like I'm very glad that I did not grow up in the Instagram era. <laughs> I like when he's going, when they're showing the, uh, one of the set guys who fucking hates Gus more than anything. The guy that calls him a hard C in the second season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when they they fire him, and then Arya says that she's leaving if, or she's walking off the set if they don't hire him back. And they're like, "Fine, Gus, you can stay. Way to have a kid pay, uh, fight your battles." And he's like, "I didn't tell him to do that." And he's like, "You're a he calls her <laughs> in the C word." But uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, he comes over to him and he's like, "What's going on with Arya? She's having a meltdown." And he's like. I just saw her, and he's like, "Look at her Instagram." And it was just the pictures, like nineteen pictures, pictures of her, her crying. crying. And he's like, "Look, meltdown, meltdown, meltdown." Uh, I feel like that's the like like my age, your age equivalent of uh, overanalyzing AIM buddy profiles. Yeah, oh, like if yeah. you didn't put your fucking best friend's initials in your goddamn buddy profile, yeah. some serious shit went down. Meltdown time. Uh, one time, a girl put. A uh, quote from me in her profile, yeah, and it was like a, it was like a little funny little line, and it was uh, uh, attributed to DJ with like a laughing thing, and congrats I on the sex. Didn't have the heart to tell her that wasn't me. I don't think I said that. <laughs> like, or it may have been take the credit. It man. may have been like a C minus joke of my. I don't. I'll tell you, you guys like you and me. We're, we're A plus guys. Re- yeah, we're A plus guys. <laughs> we give you a lot of C minus, but we're for sure not going to remember that. Yeah. So when and that will happen sometimes, people will say, like, "Oh man, I was dying on brunch during the whatever conversation." I'm like, mm, don't remember that. Don't know what the fuck that was, but let me tell you about thundering because <laughs> that shit is heat. Also, Bruins fans, uh, there's this thing now going on where they're singing "Living on a Prayer." Yeah, I fucking hate that. Games. That is, you have to know. And I'm, I'm not trying to be cynical. I'm not trying to be that guy. But no, it shouldn't need pointing out. Yikes. Yes. That is, guys and gals, don't fucking do that. That is, like, remember the White Sox had Don't Stop Believing? They would yeah. sing that. That is so it's fucking like, mm, how tired. Can we make, how can we make hockey more white, white and lame? And let's and let's so just bad. sing with Bon Jovi songs. Oh, God. Awesome. So, uh... <laughs> I tweeted out there was a video of that, and uh, my buddy Dale Arnold quote tweeted it. Oh, of with, course, he loved it. Yeah, he was yeah, on board. Yep. He said, Yeah, it's a thing. So yep. I quote tweeted it with, And the magic from this season is gone. <laughs> and uh, one of my friends he was probably at the game didn't get that joke and responded, Not good at humor. <laughs> no, he is. Uh, no, he's not. One of my friends responded, uh, Well, I, for one, was singing along because the, guard, the, the Bruins had quoted, uh, it posted the video with, uh, like the garden, the garden faithful was in sync today with the video of them all singing along. Should have so been in sync if that's after your all that. Yeah, right. So uh, one of my friends responded, 
Well, I, for one, was singing along to Thunder when they played it. Because they nice. do play it every game. Because our mentions, once a game, yeah. are a fucking disaster. And we <laughs> love them. Keep them coming. But every time there's a, some, someone plays Thunder at something, people... It's like, uh, it's like when fans used to throw uh, Mentos at the Foo Fighters because... They had a Mentos joke in one of their music videos. Whenever they would play Big Me, yeah. they would just people would just throw Mentos at them. So they stopped playing the song because Mentos <laughs> fucking hurt when okay. you, when you chuck them at you. So that's Mentos what it's are like. delicious. I'd take right. Mentos whenever I could. Mentos are awesome. Yeah. If you if, if you can pop a roll without doing the whole fucking thing, I don't trust you, <laughs> fucking psycho. Um, so yeah, whenever they play Thunder at anything, we've said this before. They people just fucking tag us and send or whatever. Sing along to Thunder when they play it at Bruins games. I want there to be a fucking battle. I want there to be an uprising. I want Thunder to overtake Living on a Prayer. I want to make it so the fucking garden uh, DJ or the PA person has to turn down part of it to get like the Sweet Caroline kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Where they go, Sweet Caroline, and they turn it all down. Yeah. And go, bah, bah, bah. I want it to be like, uh, while I'm th- now you're standing, turned out in the nobly Thunder. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, we can just fucking what we can do is just take that video the garden posted and just and just put thunder in. in it to put a bunch of reverb on it. Uh, do a bunch of uh, takes of us just singing along. Eighteen thousand uh, voices of us. Right, exactly. And just here's what you gotta do: a little production tip. You just gotta space them out a like, teeny yep. teeny bit so it mm. just thickens that shit up. Yep. That's why like uh, big hand claps when it's like. <sighs> It's yeah. just, they're just fucking late as fuck. So we'll space that shit out, make it really big, and then uh, hack the Bruins Twitter account <laughs> and be like, wow, it's a thing. And then <laughs> post that. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention one of the also unbelievable supporting characters in this season of Love. The dad from the wedding. The dad oh, from the yeah. wedding ranting the... about how expensive it is to have a wedding. <laughs> that was one of the funniest scenes that I can remember uh, in series history. You know that something is great comically when it's something that's been done in comedy a million times and you are just <laughs> like you're watching that shit like the the one comedy fan in the house yes <laughs> yes yes oh fuck yeah what else did you he was <laughs> keep it, going how expensive is everything else yeah more. and that's classic apatow using his guys that's yeah. the fucking guy from uh 40 old virgin yeah. uh the go fuck code guy <laughs> yeah. uh that was great. He was awesome. Um, the uh, what's her face? Um, fuck, Vanessa Bayer. I was doing gonna, I Eternal was just, Flame. I was, was really yes, funny. Yes. I was just gonna ask you uh, what you thought your favorite uh, episode of the season was because I think that the wedding episode was my favorite episode of the season. Ooh, I don't know yet. I I really loved the birdie birthday episode. Yeah, but that, that was but they really good. In that, so it would be no. weird for that to be the yeah. Favorite episode. So I think I last I, one was pretty great. Y- I really liked the Vanessa Bayer episode just because, um, like, they did, they did like the whole thing where you're like, oh, this isn't gonna happen, is it? Like where she's, uh, where she's like threatening their relationship, and you're like, oh no, right? Yeah, and, and like it looked like they were going that way the entire time, and then they didn't go there, right. and I really liked it because it was kind of like. It was like a kind of a heartbreaking episode right. because Vanessa Bayer was like in a really bad place uh, and it was just like really sad. And I like the fact that they they let there be like a sad character who you're allowed to feel bad for and they didn't make her like the villain in the yeah. end. Yeah. Like they didn't make her stand between Gus and Mickey. And also that was important because this season was just fucking character development on character development yeah. for both Mickey and Gus. And there was way more of a backstory given on Gus this season than there ever was before. Yep. I mean, all you know about Gus is that he's a geeky guy whose girlfriend just dumped him. You assume this is like me. You assume that that was probably his first girlfriend or something. And you just find out this that he's got this big past and all this shit. But also, they do so much with Mickey, obviously, where she is where she's not sober at the beginning of it and yeah. she gets sober and all that shit. But she's also really jealous in that Vanessa Bayer episode. Very. So it was it it was a nice little reminder that although she's got her shit together, they didn't just suddenly make her a, a perfect character, you right. know? Um yeah, it's like I don't know. I, I, re- I was dying during Eternal Flame, though. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> she's uh, like she, making it like it's their fault. Yeah, it's, she goes it's like, right all right, to the so chorus. what other songs do you know? Because you're fucking this right, one up. Yeah, <laughs> she goes right to the chorus, and the they're like, 
wait, wait, no, 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 it's, uh, you're still in the verse. And she's like, well, can you... Uh, and she's like making the eyes at the audience, like, like oh, the, sorry. The band is being up. the band's being really nice, and and then like eventually the, the guitar player in the band was like, "We don't want to play that one. Get off the stage." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, do you like where it ended? Because this is uh, the last season. Yeah, uh, apparently, like I don't know why, but it's it's the last season. I love that. I, so I do like when when things wrap up cleanly, and like they just decide, well, all right, they, we're done. They do wrap it up cleanly, but. I like that now, and I hadn't even thought about this. Now this gets to go in the um, like it was never bad category. Oh well, for sure that. But I was gonna say uh, to make a comparison to uh, other Apatow stuff, like the Freaks and Geeks and Undeclared type category of hey, watch this show. It was really short lived, and it was fucking great. Yeah. Although this, I think, had way more of an arc than he. I mean. Well, he didn't have a chance. Undeclared was wholly incomplete, right? Yeah, like, so was Freaks yeah. and Geeks, really. Freaks I mean, and Geeks, at least, was a long season with hour-long episodes. Yeah. It did, but but yeah, like there was definitely, there was no finality to either right, of those. Yeah. Um, you can very much tell that they uh, they ended prematurely. This just got to fucking reach that high and be there for as long as it wanted. And it was, I don't know, I'm I'm just... I'm not too happy about too many things in this life of sin, but I really, really love that show. I'm, I'm just, I'm glad that show happened. I yeah. feel I said this in our text thread with Jeff. I think that now I know how uh, happy endings fans feel about a show. Like this, this it wasn't my favorite show by any stretch of the imagination. But it's severely but it's like underappreciated. Secret, you know, it's, yeah, right. Yeah. It's underappreciated, and like it's it's ours because we were there from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Which and is cool. Really, we got into it because. Jeff's a Paul Rust guy, mm-hmm. and the show came out, and he was like, new Paul Rust show on Netflix. And we were like, who the fuck is that guy? Oh, Gillian Jacobs in it. We watched it. I didn't, know didn't either. Like of, I didn't know either of them. Oh, yeah, because you, uh, uh, you didn't do Community. Nope. Yeah. Uh, she was the hot girl in Community before they did the meanest thing in the world, which was halfway through the first Hire season. Hire Allison Brie? No, she was already on the show. Oh, really? Allison Brie was not supposed to be the hot girl. And then just halfway through the show, they were like, well, the nerds like Allison Brie's boobs. So tell you <laughs> oh, what, no. now you're the badass character. <laughs> it worked out pretty well for her, though. Uh, um, is there anything that, that bothered you that that like left a sour taste in your mouth? Because there's one thing that fucking I'm a little uh, sour on. Uh, so this is going to be a weird. Th- this is just a uh, a correction, I feel, that needs to be made. Radio producer is not a cushy, lavish job. God, I know yeah. a lot of them. God, God bless them. Um, and I've, I've certainly, I, I'm no fucking stranger to jobs that don't pay money. Um, <laughs> shouts, shouts, uh, a past employer. But she really comes and goes as she pleases. Kind of. Well, she goes from some programming job at her work. To they're like oh they promoted me to producer and it's like oh, podcast that sounds producer. like a demotion and then whenever they're talking about it they're like oh yeah Mickey's killing it at work her job most places wouldn't even count count that person as a full time employee yeah she like IRL she's probably making thirty five thousand dollars a year if that and Gus is like a part not like a part-time teacher but like he's a teacher who definitely isn't getting paid that much money right and he stays in like this lavish apartment complex right well it's important and oh fuck chris is yeah a waiter and he uh yeah how the hell does he live there yeah that would would you like to live like that at any point in your life what um an apartment complex that's basically uh that's very much uh you never really need to leave if you don't want to yeah yeah Oh yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have, especially if like there are cool people living there, right? And they just, I would totally do that. They're friends with fucking old people. Oh yeah, I love the fucking guy from Freaks, Freaks and Geeks, Geeks and, and uh, his friends. Is he the principal or the, no? The guidance counselor, right? The guidance counselor, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's great, I, and I, I love. That I always thought that they were gay. Well, that's the best part in the in the teaser for this. They were like a lot of questions will be answered, such as does Randy live anywhere. And it's like a clip. Like, does this happen? Does that happen? Uh, like, does Mickey stay clean? Does Gus figure out his shit or whatever? Does Chris become a stuntman? And 
what is their relationship? And it's, it's like, like, what is these two guys' relationship? And they never fucking answer yeah. it. But no, they, they do. say they're they're both divorced multiple yeah, times. Yeah, five times between them. Yeah. Lover uh, Boy's got two and I've got the hat trick. Yes. But they're, they're they fucking great. They and don't when, say it, it, was, it was wives. Yeah. Oh, true. Uh, whenever... They kind of remind me of you and me, where when one of them, there's one episode where the the guidance counselor is hanging out with the guidance counselor from Freaks and Geeks is hanging out with them, and the other guy comes in and he's like, "Where the fuck have you been? I've been looking for you." And he's like, "All right, I'm coming." And then he just leaves. Uh, I would very much gonna do shit together. I would love the idea of us getting divorced five times and then just being like, you know what? Fuck this. We're getting one apartment, yeah. and we're not doing anything for the rest of our lives without each other. <laughs> if we're old and have the money to do that, that would be fucking awesome. Like you know, how every pe- now and then go on trips with fucking Randy. You know, how, like it's not yeah. yes, not that right. You know, how, like platonic friends have like the old like, hey, if I'm not married by thirty. Yeah, it's like, hey, if we're not uh, if we're not doing anything when we're we're forty. Yeah, uh, let's just let's just uh, do everything together. Yeah, cool, absolutely, nice, yeah. Uh, so the one thing that left me bothered uh, in uh, in love, how it wrapped up, was that she never ends up fucking telling oh, him. Oh, about Dustin. Yes. That's so fucked. Yeah, it's so hypocritical because she has that whole thing about, about honesty, about honesty yeah. and making Gus like uh, expel everything that he's held in. And then at no point in time is she like, huh, maybe I should tell tell him like this huge secret that I've been holding. But you know what? I guess that's good. Or I guess, fuck, I had a good point, but it's way too tangled to say. But I... I guess in kind of a way, they they made you expect that from her, yeah. which shows how far she came, you know? So, True, but I mean, like... Because it, normally, I mean... Well, I guess she had, at the she end had of last a season, huge opening to finally to oh, yeah. put that out there. And he says, what, at the wedding when he's like, well, I don't know everything about you and your exes. Yes. And she just, she's like, yeah, whatever. Right. That's... If I fucked that guy, I wouldn't and want to tell him either. And they, right, same. But they spent so much time hmm. on on uh, on like that being an issue that she's withholding that, yeah. especially at the dinner party episode yeah. where that is like the whole. That's like the the yeah. big final thing where the fucking girl from Morningwood uh, friend dumps him. Friend yeah. dumps her. That yeah. was so mean. A little point on Dustin from season two I forgot to make was. I hated Dustin so much, and obviously yeah. they want you to hate him. But well, like I just hate that guy's face. He's right. I mean, everything he's, about that yeah, guy. Yeah, right. You hate him in everything in the hey, office. The he's Dustin's just always like blech. fucking bitchy. Uh, but he makes fun of Gus a lot, and he's like that guy from the movies. Uh, who is he to you? And she's like a guy I see movies with. And he was like, oh, well, he looked like your sad little brother or something. And then he's like, she's like, oh, well, he's a nice guy. He's from the Midwest. And he's like, oh, that explains why he's so boring. I honestly, ladies, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't. I don't think I've ever done that. The thing of where like, you're jealous of a guy and with you like the put girl him down. That you're, yeah, and you're like, hey, you're you're like, could you fucking sound more jealous? And right. Like, how if I'm jealous of a guy, I'm like, fuck, that guy's fucking hot as shit. Damn it. But I'm saying like. I would not expect a girl to have sex with me after I showed yeah. what a fucking fucking softy ass crybaby. Especially when you're that guy. Like, yeah. who's talking, pal? Right. And Gus, uh, credit to Gus, uh, he he really went for it looks wise. He year. was he, he, he definitely got hair, better. Obviously. The hair was a, the big one. Yeah. Cleaned up the hair. Cleaned up the hair. And, they, made, uh, uh, they made a lot of references to how much better he's dressed now. Right. But I thought that he generally dressed fine the whole way. Nah, he got definitely like uh, more fitting clothing right. in, uh, in the season. That yeah. army jacket was dope as hell. That was really cool. I was like, if you don't fucking buy <laughs> no. that, I will freak. If you spend time on this show discussing whether or not you should get this, and then you don't get this, I will fucking kill you. When did that... Did that are you a... Uh, should I get this and then you don't get it, guy? No, I always get it. I'm uh, I think I forget. Actually, I remember exactly when it was. It was uh, there was a uh, it was a multi effects pedal uh for a uh, guitar when I was I was in like seventh or eighth grade and I really wanted it. It was called a Johnson J Station and I remember I would always because I would always save up money from babysitting, from shoveling, whatever, and I would always theoretically be able to buy like if i wanted to an xbox or something not always but you know like when you'd save up long enough and 
I remember I was like, this thing is like 150 bucks, and I want it so badly, but I just know I'm not going to get it because I'm not going to spend $150 right now. Yeah. And then I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> and then I bought it, and then every day for the rest of my life since, <laughs> I've just I've never gone back uh, to be in the, es- I'm not going to get it. Especially when it comes to clothes, I always get it because I'm like, hey, if I decide that I don't want it, I'll return it. You know how many times I've oh, returned something? Never. 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 Well, uh, there's a big... There's a big uh, buzzword for that now. It's a big excuse you can use now, and they reference it in love. You can call it self-care. Ooh. Yeah. Just oh, that guy who says that he practices self-care like uh, 20 hours a week. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's talking about how busy he is. You're like, wow, that's a lot of time. Right. 20 hours a week, though, on self-care, not that much time. That's like two hours a day. All that's of my a lot self-care of time, never mind. <laughs> hours, I would say. I guess you could count, count the gym as self-care. I was going to say, honestly, all my self-care hours are sleep. And uh, handlebar, yeah. Okay. I'm back on my bullshit, by the way. Gone mm. two days in a row. Wow. Brag. So look who's in shape. 